1: This is Jay Reed, and you listen to Player Profiler.
0: What is up, everybody? Top 10 takeaways here, talking about Hungarian basket weaving with Rosterwatch, Alex Dunlap at Rosterwatch. On the Twitters, I'm Cody Carpentier at Carpentier NFL. Top 10 takeaways. We had interviews this morning, wide receivers, quarterbacks, tight ends massive group of tight ends we're gonna dive right in right now talking about probably 10 12 of these guys Alex how the hell are we doing
1: great I'm just I'm excited to see all the articles that are set to come out about how every goddamn team in the league um is is an exciting um an exciting destination
0: for these players hey, hey Alex how, how would you like to play for the Chicago Bears do you, do you think the Chicago Bears you know how would you like to play with Justin fields and Chicago Bears what if somebody
1: said, like, do you know what he's he's got a rag-ass arm? I'm not sure how long he's going to be around. I'm not sure how good the coaching is there. So, uh, I, to be honest with you, I'm not sure that I would want to be a Chicago Bear.
0: How would you like to play? Uh, how would you like to play defense for the Atlanta Falcons this year? You know, they got a brand new defensive coordinator. How would you like to play defense for the for the for the Falcons?
1: Yeah, I I, I have an aunt that lives in Atlanta. I think that city sucks. <laughs> Like, nobody's going to say that, right? Like, I just – I don't understand how these fans – it's like maybe to the point where they've gotten to the point where they might be giving away too many credentials. To just yeah. like I, – I I think some of these people are honestly – like, clearly, we're all fans. Like, we didn't start doing this for not being fans of football and stuff. Yeah. But it feels like, man, there are questions that need to be asked to these dudes whenever you uh, – whenever, whenever the, the whole time is taken up by just like – Chris you know, Chris, Chris, Chris. Uh, what would it what would it be like to, you know, catch the footballs from
0: from Geno Smith and you'll be able to learn from D. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett? It's so annoying because it's like lack of like innovation where it's like it's all the same grouping of guys. You know, it's I hate to be like ragging on like the the college and the team and all these reporters and stuff it's like but they're all the, it's all the same grouping of people whereas like we're here specifically for like a couple of reasons you want to evaluate the prospect you want to learn about the next class like teammates like you want to dig into like more personal stuff and it's just like they're so like surface level like do you meet with the with the vikings okay so then i can go back and write, write an article and talk on my podcast about you know, dude. As soon as you bring up, you know, Quentin Johnson. Quentin Johnson said he'd, he'd love to play for the Minnesota Vikings. It's like, well, but th- then again,
1: people probably think the, the the questions that we ask, you know, are, suck. Are they're, just, yeah? they're just like, they're just like, why is this guy asking if James Cook can handle 16 touches on average in a game? They're like. So, anyway, regardless, man. Just, that's but my, is,
0: but that's, a, that's a big takeaway. That's takeaway yeah. number one, put it on the board. But that's, like, one thing. <laughs> like, I think it's important, like, you know, you talk about, you know, who's the problem, who's the receiver that, that that you dealt with, you know, when you're talking to cornerbacks, you know, who's the guy in the offensive side of the ball you're worried about. You're asking the receivers the same question. Who would you play against in college? That's where you learn things. You're learning that different stuff. So, anyways, that's one of the biggest things, I guess, that we're, we're – we're- Do you know my top takeaway,
1: though? My top takeaway of the whole day today – For, like, for real, like about players. Yeah, I know what it is. It's Josh Downs. Oh, I thought, okay. He's puny. Yeah. He's really, he's small. He is, I, this whole time, and look, we don't, we don't have heights and weights. I don't know. It could be he comes in and weighs in tomorrow. He's in the 70s. Well, he could come, yeah. He could come in and weigh in tomorrow, be something higher than we thought. But this whole time, and I've talked to Cody about this before, at my wide receiver kind of four, wide receiver five, before really starting to factor Jalen Hyatt into that area, which I'm now, really doing after kind of watching a little bit more of him since I've been here and also just talking to the scouts club. and talking to people yeah. I trust. Um, like I, I had this idea that Josh Downs and Zay flowers were like the exact same size. Yep. Um, and similar body types, similar styles, maybe a little bit more of a kind of, you know, like Cody says that dog, maybe a little bit more of that dog in in and, and Zay maybe a little bit more of that smooth silk in in um downs but i'm like the guys are the same size you know and i'm interested to see how they weigh before i can really differentiate them. dude zay flowers walked in like you said yesterday walking through the halls in big the chest center mr big chest um you know st- stands up straight with his shoulders back kind of guy a lot you know has a lot of attitude and flair to him i asked him today i was like dude you you, you look bigger what are you gonna weigh he said he's gonna weigh 183 Um, So I guarantee you, he's weighing himself every damn day coming into this. And just he was standing up. Was he standing at the exact same podium as as Downs? It might have been the same podium. Just like we didn't just see them both. It's like I saw both these two dudes at the same podium. Man, Downs walked out. I'm like, What? What is this? Like
0: Barkeys Brown or his something? Frame was his frame was very tiny, and and the instant. I mean, we talked about. We thought they were the same size. I thought they were Spider Man meme doppelgangers. They play similar games, similar play everything. Right? It's it's all similar. The difference is is when they're both at 170, Zay went to South Florida, started training, and put on 13 pounds. Yeah, that's the difference. The difference is is, is that thirteen thing. good ones. That good ones. Good ones. It's 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 thirteen good ones. Downs had that tiny, that fragile-looking frame that you didn't want to see, and and for me, like I told you, I thought it it took. I had four A, four B with Zay, Zay and, and and Downs, and it's not even close now. Like I, I think it's a it's a clear tear down or two tiers down for for Downs, um, and 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 it's not like I think he's a better player than Tank Adele, but I think it's more of a conversation. I think the the conversation should be closer between Downs and Tank than between Zay and Downs.
1: Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm, I I don't consider them in the same tier anymore. Yeah. So to me it to me um, regardless of what happens with how Downs runs, you know, if it feels like Jalen Hyatt, he he was entering my my, my top five anyway. Um, it just, it becomes now an issue where it's kind of easy just to get to get uh, Downs out of there. Clearly, you wouldn't get Flowers out of your top five. Um, I see somebody – look, here's another thing, dude. I see somebody in the chat. I, I I can't read it from here what they're saying about JSN. JSN. Maybe a, that's another thing we should hit on, thankfully. Yeah. Or not thankfully because I would have loved to see him run. Yeah. But thankfully for our reporting that we're not yeah. getting – you know, clown shoes thrown at us on Twitter. Yeah. Because um, we'd reported on
0: – JSN his,
1: not running 40. Yeah, um, like two days ago that, you know, sources, sources are basically – he put things together, man. These sources are trying to tell you Jackson Smith and Jigba is not going to run. It's like we reported it was going to be extremely unlikely. It turned out today, yes, he did say he is going to um he's going to participate in everything except for the forty. He just said that he just has some work to do to get fully, you know, get get fully back. He doesn't feel like he's one hundred percent there.
0: This is really weird for me because all your explosion, you know, you need your explosion and all that shit for the forty, but. If he broad jumps and he does vertical and if he does all the, the, the cones and stuff, the, the shuttle, three cone, what does that tell you about just the, I don't know, just, just about everything? Because, I mean, why would you jump if you knew that, okay, I'm not 100%, but you know, maybe I'll hit 30. This guy in the chat says, JoJo says 35 inches. She says, What is this
1: question, though? Like what JoJo says,
0: If JSN is a 35 inch vertical and a 10 and a half foot, uh, broad jump with a nice 10-year split then it'll be solidified first off he's not going to run but like so if he has a 35 inch vertical and a 10 and a half foot broad, that tells you he's got some explosion there not the it's most
1: you, and it tells you he's probably fine
0: why are you running because you know you're you well know you're i
1: think s- it's i think it's because he had his mock combine yeah. right, be- right before he came here yeah. and the 40 wasn't good it, like and that's just it is that's just Take that for what it's worth. I mean, if you you just you, you hear these things, you got to put two and two together. You got to get it out to your audience. That's just kind of like it's not hard. Uh, I I think, and you know, I mean, if you were expecting what what did we talk about, Cody? We we said what is the biggest win for JSN before we knew he wasn't going to run coming out of here? I said the biggest win is for him to get a damn four four nine. There's nothing he could have got that like you can't even envision it in your brain. Him running anything faster than that, but, but in, but in our heads, we would be like, all right, he's sub four, five, he's, he's in the four, fours. That's the most you could have ever imagined him winning here. I would have, I would have said that for JSN, just based on the way he plays based on everything he's been able to do based on the fact that Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave basically say he's better than they are. Yeah. uh, That like uh, based on the fact that when we did all our work last year on Garrett Wilson, on Chris Olave, you know, Cody and I were two guys of very similar mindset saying these guys are number one and number two, how the hell are we going to figure out who's one and who's two overall? We'll, we'll yeah. watch the, what gets the coach the tape, watch the shadow. And then what happens is Smith and Jigba's popping up all over the damn place for 1,606 total yards. I mean, he was the complete alpha on the, like the, the receptions, alpha, the receiving yards, alpha. The only thing that Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave had on him in 2021 was the receiving touchdowns. And they each only had like three more than he did. Yeah. So yeah, I just man, it's a lot of priors to go back on and really change up based on the fact that like we can't double count the fact that he doesn't have elite speed that's already baked into his projection. Yeah, like well we can't like just like we can't when Jalen High goes out and runs a four two nine or something tomorrow, yeah. we're not gonna we're not gonna move him way up our draft boards because that's already that's that's already factored in to to the evaluation. So um I would just say with JSN, he's gonna go home to Ohio State. It's gonna, he's gonna probably run a hand timed four five. Do it'll, it'll, you know what it'll be? It'll be a four five nine
0: mm-hmm.
1: because his agent will get it out there that it it wasn't a four six. It was basically a four six, but it was in those four fives. Four, it five, gets eight. below the threshold. Yeah. It's the whole nine ninety nine pizza thing, and then you're good, right? You're good yeah. to go. You're off to the NFL, and I'll bet you that he's still—if not—he's still a first round pick. One hundred percent. Yeah. So he's still a first round pick. So. um I guess that's – and I, I I thought that Smith and Jigba, too, today, I'm not sure what you had, had you know, your takeaways from his uh, availability. I thought he handled himself fine. Uh, he seems like a good professional young man you'd you'd like to have in your building. I think he's going to interview just fine. He's had 24 formal interviews. That's,
0: that's a lot
1: That's a lot. Three-quarters of the NFL. Like, you you only get so many of these formals. You You only get so many – and th- three quarters of the NFL have have, have 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 asked for one. It's like you get these guys, you you, you get these quarterbacks. Like I, I what Will Will Levis said, he had like six. You know a lot, I mean? of, the, a lot yeah. of the
0: quarterbacks had something like that. Yeah, six yeah. to ten. Um, so yeah, I mean, JSN was obviously a big one. I did think. It, you know, I, I like to obviously look at the frames and all that stuff, the, the body types, and, and trying to compare that stuff. And I mean, he didn't—he did definitely didn't seem like he had any uh, overpowering features. Where uh, I think that's one thing that Gary Wilson kind of was a little, little more put together—not like built, but more put together. I, JSN's one—you just always hear those comments about you know comparing all those guys, and it's like, well, yeah, speed and twitch and route running for Olave Wilson, Harrison, kind of a playmaker, and JSN—they always everybody dbs receivers quarterback they all say jsn is just him he's just his own thing yeah and yep. JSN himself says i'm just me like there's no real he didn't group.
1: even want to compare himself to yeah. anybody he's just me. even though everybody thinks he's he's he, an allen or amon Ra, or right? Amon Ra. yeah, yeah I, it, that's but what even danny, amon raw's built more that's what danny kelly was talking to, to me about we talking. i was talking to danny kelly i was just like you know but this Jay, uh, danny kelly from the the ringer ringer um and he was uh I I don't like talking to him too much about this stuff because we're in we so many goddamn dynasty leagues <laughs> together, but um, with rookie drafts coming up. But I'm like, so like all this all this all, all this speed stuff get
0: get getting you know, off JSN? He's like, no, no, that's so. I mean, when I put that tweet out about JSN the other night, I came back and I commented right below and I go, but if you're in fantasy, he's still wide receiver one. Yeah. I don't give a shit. So. Uh, that was one of the wide receivers. I think the other couple ones, a, a couple swag factor things. Uh, Jaden Reed showed up with the glasses this year, the all blacks, kind of like Isaiah, Isaiah P- Pacheco last P- year. The Pacheco Gucci's last year it was Jaden Reed this year. Parker Washington was one soft-spoken guy from Penn State. Uh, he, I thought he interviewed pretty well. Very people, very few people were around him. Uh, he compared himself to Debo and Cooper Cup, which I thought was obviously one of those things. Um, Cedric Tillman, big body, big Be- body. Big body, like comparable to, to London, but like more brisk. He was a guy that kind of suffered through some injuries. Obviously, Jalen Hyatt there at Tennessee this year. And Cedric Till- Tillman had a lot of positive notes from uh, NFL executives. Nagy will tell you that uh, Jim Nagy had him as their wide receiver one on their board entering the 2022 uh, uh, college football season Um Yeah. So that's a lot of the wide receivers. There was, I mean, there was a lot of guys out there today. Do you want to talk about
1: Quentin Johnston?
0: Yeah, that, that was the one I was going to say the frame. We talk about frame and build Um, on my notes here. I put, Oh, I put, Drake London, an arrow, well, Clinton let's just Johnson, say, but, an but, arrow, but, but, Mike like, Evans. I think he's right between those two guys. Like he doesn't got the Mike Evans, not Mike Evans, built. He, That's what I'm saying. He doesn't have the Mike Evans build, but he also doesn't have the London build. I think he's directly in between there. And I actually was I was happy with what he came in and looked like today. Well,
1: I just like to set the table with him. It's like there were people saying that he was going to come in sub sub two hundred. I think and, he is. No, no, you, you think that that guy is sub two hundred pounds that we saw? I think at he's the about right today? at it. I think he's oh no, right no, no. Two oh two. Let's. I'll, I'll, do you want to put, put an over under on, 203, on 203 and a half. two or two or What are we doing? Drinks?
0: Yeah. Buy a Miller light.
1: Deal. It's over. Of course. I've over. <laughs> I got the under. OK, fair enough. Um, so well, I guess we'll find out about Cody and I have a disagreement there. I think that he looks fine. I think the BMI looks fine. Um, he looks to me like he's not, you know, it's it, it, it's not one of these. It's it's like it's totally fine. Whatever you thought about Quentin Johnston, I don't think that there's any worries um with his frame, with the way that he's built, with his physical profile. To me, it looks fine. It doesn't look like you don't look at him like well, I guess we we'll get to the quarterbacks and we can just gush over how Anthony Richardson looks. He doesn't like he's 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 not a overpowered he's not like a statue, like an Adonis, yeah. like 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 this guy is, but he looks fine, like he does not look gangly, he doesn't look skinny like people were saying he was gonna come in. And that's important in this draft class because it's filled up with so many of these kind of five foot 11, six foot wide receivers, these guys that have the size, and especially you know Hyatt, Quentin Johnston, um, these guys. You know when they do have the speed that we're expecting, it's, there are, there are, there aren't that many of these size speed freaks in the class. I it's really- going it's, 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 it's to push them up. It's going to it's going to push them up artificially or not, it's going to push him up draft boards, and it's going to be important for us as far as draft capital for dynasty.
0: I think Cedric Tillman's going to be a guy that I think is going to surprise us in the in the in the running on, on Saturday. I think Cedric Tillman, out of Tennessee. His frame is going to be two fifteen plus. and uh, if he runs in the low four fives or the four fours, um that'll give us another big body. That'll give us another big body, a big athletic body I think a receiver that i'm I'm kind of hoping for, yep. Um, Let's move on. The the way they had this frame this morning was quarterback, wide receiver. Then they had a grouping of all the tight ends, and then they went back to quarterback, wide receiver. So I'm going to just go with the the flow of my notes, which moves us into tight end here. Uh, First page um, I had was uh, Michael Mayer was the big one, I guess, that came out, that first group of tight ends. You got any thoughts on Michael Mayer? I know uh, my one big note was uh, commanded the entire crowd. He was loud. He talked about a lot of different things. Um, they talk about all these annoying guys that come and ask, did you interview with X? Um, he did say he had a formal with Tampa, but then uh, I was listening to a number of other guys that are kind of on the middle or lower end of the tight end position. And they were all asked if they had interviews in general with Tampa or if they had a plan and they said, no. So it was kind of interesting for me to hear them say that, you know, they were looking at a guy like mayor with one of those formal interviews.
1: Man, the, the only two things that those bullshit fan reporters with their stupid questions about their own teams that we got out of this. I do think that that's interesting too, especially with Cameron Brait being, being let go and also, Kate and also Jason light, whenever asked about Kate odd, if he could be the tight end of the future. Not, not, I mean, a little bit of a, a little bit of a, um, yeah, just not the most glowing endorsement. He didn't, yeah. he didn't say that they don't like him or anything like that, but he said, well, yeah, yeah, he's got some things to work on. Or he, but, but so I thought that's I thought that's interesting you know you you certainly look man, if you're an organization that's kind of had Brady around, you fooled around with some gronk, you've done the like michael Mayer i mean he <laughs> you know um two I think he even wears eighty seven I think he even Mar- does Mar- Mar- yeah. yeah yeah um and he uh, just, uh, just talking look i am I'm, pro- I'm might be biased I've been saying I've loved the, yeah. this guy just from watching him on the Notre Dame games for years. But um, dude, talk about a dude who can, like you said, command a room. Talk about a guy. I mean, it. They, maybe this is the best way to put it with his media availability. Some girl, like halfway through the availability, is like, "Are are you are you always this intense?" <laughs> so it's. I mean, he's a dude. He's 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 all business um he, he might remind you of a Gronk with the way that he plays and stuff like that very he's, intelligent he he's he's not up there acting like a acting like a Gronk yeah Gronkowski's gonna smash a beer on his head and do like all this stuff man he's a he's a he's a he's a straight shooter he's all business when the girl asked him if he's intense he just says that he has this um he has this he has this madness inside of him that he just you know if he, he feels constantly like he has the need to control, but when he's playing football,
0: he can just he can just let it out. What do they call it? They call it the, the dog. That's a dog right there. <laughs> That's, that dog, That's part, that, man. That, that, that dog right there. Yeah, man. Uh, podium right next to him was Tucker Craft, a little lesser known, but he has gotten some pop. Uh, Tucker Craft out of South Dakota State, very smart. Very smart player, I thought, for being a uh, a Division One AA guy. You know, there wasn't very many people interviewing him, but when they were, it was like very in-depth answers. And he was really talking a lot about like, you know, it made me think back to like Dan Campbell. And he's like, when, you know, when you're asking these guys questions and they're on the screen or on the board answering it before you even get done asking it. Tucker Craft, he's like that. I feel like that's one of those guys that's like he's gonna remember those plays when they say, "Remember these three plays," and they come back ten minutes later. He's got that shit dialed. He knows where he needs to be every single part of the field. And and uh, Tucker Craft, I think, is gonna be a guy that this whole tight end class is fucking man, awesome. What but, did you
1: th- What did you think of Dalton Kincaid, man? That dude looked like he just rolled out of the damn bed and showed up at the uh, showed up at the availability. Dude,
0: he, he had a lot of a lot of positive comments. Obviously, can, uh, can call himself the best. Uh, one of the best, uh, what do you say, receiving options? He didn't say tight ends. He receiving options in this class. He was kind of like a, just a weird, like, Darnell Washington overpowering. Michael Mayer, hyper, hyper-aggressive, hyper-overpowering. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tucker Craft, large. All, all these other guys like had these qualities, and we didn't expect Dalton Kincaid to come in and look overpowering. He's 6'2", 235, whatever he is, but that's what he is. He's kind of like that Evan Ingram body type guy. Um, but yeah, it just really wasn't that impressed. I know he's had a lot of off-field stuff uh, with injuries and stuff, but I, I don't. It wasn't that. It mean, like I told you, I saw the Jets tweet this morning from a guy that if if Kincaid's there at thirteen, run up there. And I'm like, come on, man.
1: Like the Jets are going to run up? I at don't get 13 it. I just don't get it. After they, I mean, they spent money last year on it, like Uzama and Conklin, Conklin. Yeah. And They
0: drafted Ohio State I Rucker. Just, I just didn't get it yeah darnell washington massive massive human being uh they asked uh who he thought he was comparable to and who he watched he said back uh, coming out of high school and stuff he was two hundred thirty 30 pounds he said uh kelvin johnson but he said now at his current size he, he thinks more of mercedes lewis which i think he, is a great he comment. looks like donald, donald parham he's fucking huge <laughs> he's huge, yeah, huge human being
1: is he the one that ray g was saying they wanted to move to tackle or something correct that guy's not going to play tackle. No,
0: he's he's too. It would take him too many years. Uh, one guy tight end position I was very impressed with was Leonard Taylor out of Cincinnati. I haven't watched a ton of him off uh, on film, um, but he. That's what's
1: cool about this though, man. Sometimes you get to meet these guys and talk to them, especially with a guy like that that was over at one of the far podiums. You might have had time to get more in depth with with some of your questions. When you come away liking them, and you go back and watch the film. That would that. That's what got uh, to be completely honest. That's what got me on James Robinson and James Robinson's year. Mm-hmm. Nobody, was nobody was talking to him, but I'm like, well, this is a 225 pound running back. Let me go talk to him a little yeah. bit and, and just kind of see, I loved him. Go and, and watch the tape, you know, put things in context. And he was a guy in dynasty that we, we, we got a, we got a bunch of, and it was, it was, it was good for a while. So I was interested to hear that for you with the, well, it was the Cincy guy. It was the Cin-
0: Cincinnati's name's yeah. Leonard Taylor and, uh, you know, we asked him You know, who he's comparable to and who he looked up to. He said Darren Waller, and he actually brought up run blocking, which was kind of a weird thing I didn't expect him to say for what he thought from him and Waller that translated best to the NFL. Uh, <clears throat> he talked about playing AAU basketball. He's not going to run the 40 this week, but he's going to do three-cone shuttle and work out. Uh, very interesting things that I got from him was – this is my – what I like about these is when you don't have to ask a question. This is where, like, good reporting comes in or interesting reporting for other people. When they ask a question, that leads to another question, leads to another one. It gets deep, and you actually can find shit out, not just baseline-level stuff. But, you know, what's your majors? And this guy had, has a, – a, I can't pronounce it, but it's like an intra-special studies or something like this major. He's got a sports coaching certificate, criminal justice minor, and a real estate minor. He wants to be a journalist and do real estate and he wants to be the walter payton man of the year award that's his goal for the nfl that's like that's like i like that guy he's like going through all these like sports coaching uh certificate real estate criminal justice all this different shit and it's like bro, you got i mean if this doesn't work i mean bro you're like and and you love to see that out of some of these guys so uh leonard taylor from cincinnati there i think that's going to be a guy um Payne Durham, a lot of these guys, these, these other guys, i got notes on here, were guys we saw at the Senior Bowl, Payne Durham, double down. He's just a big donkey. He's the big donkey of this class. He's a massive guy out of Purdue that had a nice nice touchdown down there. At oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowl.
1: Purdue. No, a couple of them in, in those, in those red zone drills. That guy's good.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, good. This whole tight end class is, is, is yeah. pretty fantastic, though. Uh, last note I had here on uh, Luke Musgrave. Uh He's the Dan Campbell. That's what he is. He's he's got the, he's got that he's got that Campbell, that Mike Vrabel mindset, that uh, that mannerisms, the alpha mentality. He just looks like he just got done smoking like seven darts out in the parking lot. And uh, I think he's going to be a guy that's going to last a, a, a while uh, out here in the NFL. Uh, Matty keelum has got a question in the chat. He says, "Question: When a player says they looked up to Mike Vick, is it still appropriate to say that he has that dog in him?" Only, only if he
1: also says he looks up to Deshaun the, to the Watson, which which C.J. Stroud did did do.
0: Um, we move on to the wide receiver position that came in the second grouping: um, Jaden Hasselwood, Keishawn Boutte, Jaron Hall, Zay Flowers. So Zay Flowers is a guy that we talked about him a minute ago. Uh, the notes I did have down here, though, somebody asked him about playing in the slot and his size, and he's like, "He this was a cool one too." He brought up a uh, he brought up a stat. He goes. Man, I played 75% of my snaps on the outside. I'm not just a slot guy. And then he talked about watching Steve Smith and watching Antonio Brown. I uh, thought that was very interesting. He is a guy that got mocked quite a bit to Kansas City over the course of the last month. Said he has not had an interview, has no interview scheduled with the Chiefs. However, he has had formals with Dallas and New Orleans. Um, you kind of move on here. Um Jacob Copeland. Jacob Copeland's a guy that uh, I think is going to run really, really, really fast. Compared himself to Deshaun Jackson as a deep shot guy. Well, but um, he's
1: Copeland's bigger. Wasn't he Cop- that, big, that big dude at the? Fir- he was big at that first table, right? He's bricked with up. the
0: with with, with the yeah. big
1: tattoo all up. Brick deck, yep. bricked up.
0: He he's going to be a guy when you when we're watching on Saturday. He's going to have the cutoff on. He's going to he's you know he knows he knows how big he is.
1: Is he one of those Maryland guys? Correct. And then, and him, uh, and him and
0: Rakeem and Demas. seems Demas. Yeah. We'll talk about Demas here in a minute. But, um, Copeland, his best, hardest defender was DJ Turner from Michigan. And DJ Turner's kind of a sleeper to be the fastest guy here. Well, today, here in about an hour, uh, if he runs. And I said, So who's going to win no, a race? Oh, no, no. Tomorrow. DBs. Today. Oh, oh, sorry. DBs. DBs. DJ Turner. And oh, I, said, I thought you said trade. To- I said, So I said, So I said, is, is DJ Turner as fast as you? And he goes, He's pretty quick. And I said, so uh, he's faster than you. He goes, hey, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. (laughs) So, uh, But DJ Turner thought that was very interesting with uh, Jacob Copeland. Did you have any notes on uh, or any thoughts on uh, Tank or Demas or Millie Cunningham? Any guys, Hendon Hooker, any thoughts on any of these guys?
1: Well, I I like Hendon Hooker's attitude. I think that, um, you know, I think that he – I love the way that he – answered the questions about how, you know, why are you always throwing to wide open wide receiver? You know, yeah. it's like you, it, NFL teams asking about all these wide open throws, all this stuff. He's like, I can't help. I can't help with my wide receivers. Get, get, nobody. Me. They're like, nobody can guard these guys. You know, it's like, I can't help that nobody can keep up with Jalen. Um, so, you know, he's been well-versed in that stuff. I, I thought that it was fine. I thought it was fine. he said that he's going to be ready around the time of fall camp. Mm-hmm. Which to me might feel a little bit early, you know? Does that seem a little bit early to you? I don't think mm-hmm. he's going to be ready for fall camp. I think he's going to be ready
0: to be out of his out of his out of his big old ass brace by yeah. by camp. But I don't think you're going to be, you know. I think a, a, a team like Seattle with Gino on the roster, or something like this, is going to be, you know, even Carol, you you get a veteran in Carolina, you put Hendon Hooker in Carolina. I think, you know, a spot like that where you know you're going to have him sit for a minute, and he could potentially be a, a week nine, week ten guy. Um, but yeah, I don't see a, a. I don't think training camp's a good goal.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. But yeah, I certainly don't have anything on Malik Cunningham. I don't really, I, I don't care about him except for my prize picks. I'd like him to run yeah, under, I think under gonna, four or five. I think
0: he's going to run pretty quick. I don't think um, he's going to come in very heavy. Dante Dante Demas. I just, I don't
1: care. I don't care about him. The
0: third Maryland guy. We're, uh, we're going to be really, really low on him. I
1: just, we talk about guys who can command a room. I just, uh, like, he feels like the opposite.
0: Yep. Um, To put it
1: kindly. The, uh, we haven't talked about Anthony Richardson. Yes.
0: Richardson. Uh,
1: Do do we, do do we need to talk about Bryce Young or, I mean. No,
0: I, I had Richardson and Addison written down to, left to talk about.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, just with Richardson, all I'll say is like, holy shit, man holy shit i we we all watch football this is our job like we, we like it's not like we haven't seen him play it isn't like we haven't seen all the viral videos of his workouts all of it but until i was standing there in the media room when he was being shuffled around to some of the uh, mm-hmm. you know he was yeah he's doing some of the tv interviews and stuff like cbs or nbc or you know serious who, who whoever is nfl network And I didn't, I didn't know, you know, because they could kind of come through the media then and back up to the podiums where you're used to seeing them. And I turned around and I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm the, you know, me and Cody, we're not, we're not, we're not small dudes. But this guy, I mean, you just have to look up at him and you, but then you see how tall and how big he is. Earth. And but then you see his shoulders and his and his muscles, dude, and like his. And his and his and his pecs and like and like his his, his rump and, and his thighs, you know what I'm saying? And you just say like, whoa! What kind of what kind of beast is this, dude? This looks like this literally looks like a Cam Newton. Um, and you're just like, well, now you see what you know. It's like you hear six foot four, two hundred thirty something pounds, and you just hear it, and you just you think, ah, oh, whatever. Six four, big, two. he's big, right? Right. Until you see it, you're just like, my. God is that guy an impressive-looking quarterback prospect? And then I just think you know if he runs as fast as everybody says he's going to run, and if he just gets off three throws at the combine that leave people kind of you know with you know with their mouths gaping or you know stuff where it looks like even versus air yeah that he's got you know that he that that he that he can sling it and he can spin it that he can put it in the right place he you know he can he can have any semblance of accuracy there. I I just I I don't think I know that we're gonna hear the hype just go completely bananas because it's I it's until I saw him and just like walked by him I um I just I, I I wasn't exactly aware of what a dangerous weapon in the NFL he could he could be given some of the throws that we've seen him make in some of these training sessions
0: if he puts anything on film tomorrow or uh, yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. If he puts anything on film, I don't think, you know, we talk about trading up for a quarterback, you know, when you sit and think about it, like you're not going to, the reason you trade up for a quarterback is like, they have to, they have to be different. They have to be able to elevate an offense and you might be like, okay, there's concerns with Bryce's size and all this stuff, but he's, he's amazing. He's smart. He's intangibles, all this stuff. But like, you want to trade up for Bryce, uh, you got CJ Stroud. You know what he is. He's you know, consummate pro. He's pro ready. He's going to be great in the NFL. But do you want to trade up for CJ Stroud? But when you see a guy like Anthony Richardson goes out here, if he runs a four four five, he's throwing thirty five pounds and he's ripping seventy yard darts. That's a guy you're going to trade up. For. <laughs> you're
1: not. You're not just going to trade up. You're going to. You're going to. You're going to. You're gonna sell the damn farm. That's a team. You're gonna you you're see- gonna you're gonna mortgage Granny's yeah. house. You're gonna like you're gonna do what you're gonna do whatever you can because because at that point nothing else will matter besides getting yeah. Anthony Richardson. That's what I'm football. saying. Like so
0: the, the glamour of that is yeah. what elevates it's like mm, yeah, we'll probably move up against Stroud. Yeah, we'll probably it isn't. I think it's an entirely different ballgame. But if you are tapped in here, it's been 30 minutes. We plan to do like 10, 15. It's been 30. Uh, click that like. Click that subscribe button here on the YouTube at Player Profile. Follow Rosterwatch at Rosterwatch on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Carpenter NFL. We've got a couple more days here down in Indy. We'll finish it out right here. Jordan Addison today. Um, my big thing was, you know, I love Jordan Addison. He's Devonta Smith.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, yeah,
0: that's, I, I think that, I, I think that was my comp. I don't, but like, I'm like done. Like, I, I, I don't think he, I, like I thought in that conversation to be number one. I don't, I think it's just, he, he's going to be great, but I don't think it's a, it's a conversation anymore. I thought, I thought he belonged in that conversation. you have any thoughts on Addison today? Yeah, I mean, I, to, to to me, it was to me
1: the whole thing with Addison. And I've done a ton of work on Addison. I've done a ton of work on Quentin Johnston. To me, it was, I got to see what Quentin Johnston weighs. We, yeah. we we have our bet that I'm going to win two or two. And whenever I do win, and I'm and I'm gonna and, I'm, and I see he's two hundred ten pounds, then I'm gonna say it's okay. It's like you know, JSN one, Quentin Johnston two, Jordan Addison three. And I, I, there, there, there's nothing that changed about w- the way I think about Jordan Addison. Um, that has to do with the expected draft capital from Quentin Johnston based on the fact that he is the size that I was hoping, and I do love him as a prospect. But Jordan Addison, I have the exact same comp as you do. It's Devontae Smith. And, and, and my question to anybody, to you, to anybody watching, to anybody out there listening, what the hell is so wrong with being Devontae Smith? Nothing. The only two things that those bullshit fan reporters with their stupid questions about their own teams that we got out of this. Then you see his shoulders and his and his muscles, dude, like his and his and his and his pecs and like and like his 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 rump and, and his thighs. You know what I'm saying? And what the hell is so wrong with being Devontae Smith?